Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I'm about to launch a brand new course called Kabbalah of Soulmates. I'll be doing it together with Netflix famous Aliza Ben Shalom. We're going to be doing six lessons. What is love? Is love enough? Does true love exist? Talking about Kabbalah, talking about soulmates, my two favorite topics. It's going to be five self-guided lessons, a beautiful workbook, and then three Zoom discussions so that together we can really uh, work through a lot of the ideas that we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm excited because it's starting very soon, and I would love for you to sign up. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I'll see you there. I want to leave you off with one last thought before the Passover Seder tomorrow night. We traditionally end the Passover Seder with the wish, next year in Jerusalem, everyone screams it out. But what if you're living in Jerusalem? Do you say, this year in Jerusalem? Or do you just leave it out? Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to a very special pre-Passover Daily Torah Thought. You see, you can be miles away from Jerusalem, even while living there. And you can be on the other side of the world, but only a step away. Because Jerusalem is much more than a city. It's an ideal that we are struggling to reach. The Jewish story can be summed up as a long journey from Egypt to Jerusalem. Beyond being just geographical locations, they symbolize two opposite spiritual states. The journey from Egypt to Jerusalem is a spiritual odyssey. Both as a nation and as individuals, we have always been leaving the slavery of Egypt and heading towards the freedom of the Promised Land. By analyzing the psychological Egypt and the inner Jerusalem, we will see how this is a road that we're still traveling. It's all in the names. The Hebrew name for Egypt is Mitzrayim, which means limitations, restrictions, obstacles. It represents a state in which our souls are trapped in our bodies, enslaved to material desires and tied down to physical limitations. It's a world in which righteousness, justice, and holiness are held captive to corruption, to selfishness, and to egotism. The word Jerusalem means the city of peace, a place of peace between body and soul, between heaven and earth, between ideal and reality. When our body becomes not a prison for the soul, but rather a vehicle for the soul's expression, when we live our lives according to our ideals rather than our cravings, when the world values goodness and generosity over selfish gain, then we are in Jerusalem. We are at peace with ourselves and with the world. Imagine for a moment you're in your car, stuck in heavy traffic. You're late for an important meeting, and you see someone struggling to enter your lane from a side street. You're faced with a choice to be kind and let them in, or to remain preoccupied with your own pressing needs and to drive on. If you do not allow them in, justifying yourself by thinking of how late you are, then you're still in Egypt. Your selfishness has overtaken your goodness. But if you overcome your concern for your own needs and you let them in, you have just left Egypt. With this small act, you allowed your innate goodness to prevail over your instinctive selfishness. You're out of Egypt, but you're not yet in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, 
you would automatically want to let them in. Your important meeting would be completely insignificant in comparison with an opportunity to do a favor for another person. You wouldn't have to conquer your selfish nature. Your nature would itself be kind and selfless. There would be no need for a battle to do good in the city of inner peace. It would come naturally. I don't know about you, but I'm not in Jerusalem yet. And if you ever drove a car in Jerusalem, you would know that Jerusalem isn't in Jerusalem yet. The Jewish people were born in Egypt, in slavery, but they were told that on the other side of a vast desert lies their destiny, lies their promised land, as our forefathers walked out of Egypt over 3,300 years ago. They were taking the first steps of a long journey to Jerusalem. Every generation since has moved further along the road to Jerusalem. The journey continues with us, but we haven't gotten there yet. Even if you happen to be lucky enough to be living in a city called Jerusalem, as long as there remains suffering, as long as there remains injustice and unholiness in the world, we haven't reached the promised land. As long as we remain slaves to our own negative instincts and selfish desires, we're still struggling to leave Egypt truly. As we sit at the Seder, we note that another year has gone by and we have yet to complete the journey. But we're getting there. We are that much closer to the promised land than we were last year. We've advanced a few more steps in a march to freedom that has spanned generations. And perhaps, perhaps this year, our efforts to better ourselves and our world will bring the fulfillment of the words of the Haggadah. This year we are here. Next year we will be in the land of Israel. This year we are slaves. Next year we will be free. And I say next year in Jerusalem. Literally. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. As we say in Yiddish, have a kosher on Freilich and Pesach. Have a kosher and a joyous Pesach.